welcome to the Way of Oneness podcast. Hello everyone, I'm Christopher Kakuyo Sensei, and I'm the Sensei with the Salt Lake Buddhist Fellowship. We are an independent, transsectarian, all-inclusive Western Sangha in the Mahayana tradition. The Way of Oneness podcast is a collection of our Dharma talks delivered at the Salt Lake Buddhist Sangha. Enjoy the Dharma talk. The title of today's Dharma talk is Attend to All and Each. And I want to start the Dharma talk with a poem I wrote, and it's one that we recite each Sunday before we chant. And, and here's the poem. Come as you are is the call of Buddha, just as you are. Namu Amida Butsu is the invitation we give to ourselves, to others, to all living beings, to the totality of our lives, just as we are. So come, come as you are. Attend to all and each. Namo Amida Butsu. Stop torturing yourself with all those made-up stories of who you think you are and aren't, regardless of who you are or are not, regardless of what you have done or left undone, and enter the gate of boundless compassion. Namo Amida Butsu. The birth of this poem was an attempt to convey what Namo Amida Butsu or Nembutsu means to us, to our community, because it means something different than the traditional, I should say very traditional meaning. And I wanted it to express how we can take something that comes from a much different place and time, um, medieval Japan, and infuse its meaning, its, its healing power, in a way that we, right here and now, that in a way that it can speak to our lives. So all poetry is translation. It's a, an attempt to give words to the wordless that which is beyond the concept um, or language, but it is something that's present, something that's present in the heartbeat, in the pulse, in the breath. Over the past few months, we've spoken to the teachings that are contained in the verses of, of this poem, and we will talk about them again and again from different angles and different times. And just like a place or an open field or a canyon will reveal its secrets to those who are willing to sit in the changing light, so it is with the teachings of the Buddhas. We look at the same teachings time and time again by the changing light of our lives and new truths are revealed. As Guillaume Kabose Sensei has taught, Quote, truth is forever revealing itself in all forms and phases of life. End quote. Today, I want to focus on this verse from the poem, but we'll wrap it into the total poem. So here's the verse. So come, as you are. Attend to all and each. Namo Amida Butsu. Attend to all and each. That's the focus of what I want to talk about today. Now, the heart of these few lines, attend to all and each, is the answer to what we do after we accept the invitation to come as we are. 
we attend to ourselves as part of the whole, we attend to others as part of the whole. And as the Buddha has taught, the whole of the way is spiritual friendships. The third jewel of Buddhism is the Sangha. It is these relationships that are the whole of the way. This is one of the things that attracted me to the traditional story of Amida Buddha, was this interdependence. So Amida Buddha, the archetypal Buddha, the mythic Buddha of boundless compassion, makes a series of vows as he starts his bodhisattva career. And the vows are that he will help all beings attain supreme enlightenment. And his compassion is so great that he vows that if any living being is unable to awaken, then he vows not to attain enlightenment and become a Buddha. And I love this. I love this that we are interdependent. We are dependent on one another to awaken Amida Buddha and us. As Emerson has written, all are needed by each and one. What does it mean to attend to one another and ourselves? The word attend comes from the 14th century French attendre, to pay attention to, stretch towards something or someone. It also implies to take care, to attend, to be present with or for. And at the heart of this attending or tending is attention, presence. When we answer the call of Namu Amida Butsu, come as you are, we respond with the very same invitation. And by this simple act, we are tending to one another. But the reciprocal invitations to come as you are is more than the words. We demonstrate it by our presence and in our courage to show up, to show front and back, to listen without judgment. And it's through this reciprocal invitation and our showing up, we are indicating our aspiration to attending not how we want life to be or how we would rather it be, but how it is, what it is right now in the flow of now. It is the attending to all of our life, ourselves, each other, and to all our wounds that dance around one another, and also our joys, our loves, our aspirations for healing and wholeness, and the myriad of ways that these manifest. We tend to another just as we are, just as they are, in this ever-changing and unimaginably locus of becoming that each of us is or are. We tend to another, one another, just as we are, they are, the ever-changing and unimaginably locus of becoming that we all are. And this opportunity, this opening to attending to each other, is what is born out of come as you are, namo amida butsu. Here is where the energy of nembutsu is found. There is something about this holding of space, this acceptance and compassion that we have longed for for so long that begins to unfold the intricate origami of who we think we are. Such simple words, come as you are, and yet how powerful and healing. It's here 
in this opening space revealed by this invitation that we can find the space to become who we really are from moment to moment. It becomes an awakening, a ripening. We need each other for this to be accomplished. As Rilke the poet wrote, quote, all becoming has needed me. My looking ripens things as they come toward me to meet me and be met. End quote. The poet's attention, our attention and presence is necessary for all becoming. Our attention, our attending to ourselves and one another as we are, is where we finally meet each other and not the stories that have defined us for so long. For many of us, we need this invitation. We need the Buddhas to say to us, it's okay to be ignorant, wounded, and beautifully broken because it's the very thing that wakes us up. In a very practical way, everything can be a bodhisattva, can be a teacher. Darkness and devils can be Buddhas helping us to wake up. Even our screwed up lives can be a gift toward awakening. So, now we have come. We have heard the call, and our first steps are tentative. And they may be so for a long time. The first step is accepting our lives just as they are. But this is not a passive acceptance. This is a, an acceptance that does not make excuses, does not live in apathy, the acceptance that we're talking about does not give an excuse to an abuser's action, but is the acceptance that at times is a heart-crushing realization that my lover is an abuser and I need to leave, or that I am a perpetrator and need to get help. Whatever it is inside of ourselves that we are running from, that is what we attend to because we know we can, because we can come as we are. As Jung once said, I would rather be whole than good. This is meeting each other in the open field, a pure land out beyond good and bad. This is attending to yourself. This acceptance is the opposite of spiritual bypassing. When we attend to ourselves and others, we take the journey into all the places we have hidden our suffering, our woundedness, our shame from, the, from view, and bring it out as an offering to the Buddhas and to ourselves. We are not broken. We are just who we are. This is not so much a needing for someone to go with us also, when we tend to each other, it's not that we walk hand in hand into the darkness. No, it's not so much that. But it's knowing that someone is there when we do go into those hidden places, that there's someone there waiting without judgment for us to return with open arms. This acceptance is in the spirit of moving towards, moving towards healing and awakening. 
as Guillaume Kobose Sensei has taught, acceptance is transcendence. The, this moving is our pilgrimage. And I love this from Philip Chirkop. Quote, our pilgrimage towards wholeness in a gentle act of hospitality were challenged and invited to name and welcome all the bruised and broken pieces of our marvelous and beautiful story. In the process, we will show, integrate, slowly integrate all the different voices within us competing for attention, learning to love out of the unity of the voices that we are. End quote. Here, I want to interject a word of caution for those that are raised by our families, either intentional or not, to be caretakers. We caretakers have to be vigilant. We have a habitual tendency of tending to others' feelings while ignoring our own, tending to the wounds of others and not seeing our own. We avoid our feelings in a way to avoid responsibility for them, as Dr. Margaret Paul has taught. We try to fill the void of our own self-abandonment. Coming as we are is the first step on our pilgrimage towards wholeness. It is the invitation of Buddha, of all Buddhas. And hearing the call of Namo Amida Butsu, come as you are, we aspire to cultivate the attention and presence that is what our regular meditation practice is about. Cultivating our intention, our capacity to be present, this is the opposite of living on the surface of things. Sometimes I am so on autopilot, I forget that I am actually living a life. As the SES Maria Popov has written, quote, to fully feel life course through us, Indeed, we ought to befriend our attention, end quote. And we know this from the teachings of the Buddha. We understand that as Matthew Zalstra, an integral ecologist, has pointed out, quote, our consciousness is always directed towards something. This self-willed intentionality, selective or directed attention, is the effortful conscious process, end quote. Our attention is intentional, and it needs to be for us to be present and hold space for ourselves and others. Attention, intention, and presence are the heart of this attending, this tending that we are talking about. Part of this tending is developing the capacity to hold two paradoxes that we find in ourselves and others. It is what Andrew McAllister talks about in one of his essays. It is the simultaneity of our woundedness and our essential good goodness. Coming as we are gives us the space to hold these two at the same time. He writes, quote, Something deep in us says that we are not good, that we don't deserve to be good. And yet, the more we practice attending to the depths of us, the more our already given goodness is lavished upon us. As attention on the mantra, and in our tradition would be Namo Amida Butsu, is deepened, clarified, and focused thanks to a regular practice. The paradox that is woundedness and essential goodness experienced together becomes integrated over time. End quote. 
This teaching reminds me of these lines from the poem. Quote, Stop torturing yourself with all those made-up stories of who you think you are and aren't, regardless of who you are or are not, regardless of what you have done or left undone, and enter the gate of boundless compassion. Come as you are is an invitation for us to tend the garden of our hearts in the refuge of the Dharma, the Sangha, and the boundless compassion of Amida. I'd like to close with these words from Jack Kornfeld, quote, you have in you the seeds of great compassion, the seeds of wisdom and care for others. Meditation then is not to make some special experience, but it is to learn how to tend the garden of the heart and to water the seeds of kindness and presence in your own heart, end quote. Let us attend to each other, attend to each other and to our lives and to all of life, as it is, as you are, right here, right now. Namo Amida Butso. Thank you for listening. To learn more about our fellowship, please go to saltlakebuddhist.org. We look forward to having you here again. Namo Amida Butsu.